The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Here we are. Another episode of Free Kicks is uh, ready to rock. I'm uh, Rick Kemper, and I'm, I'm guessing, I'm hoping that Adam Howarth is still alive and uh, is is checking in with us today. Adam, are you there? I am here just about. <laughs> just about. Now, if you are wondering what we're talking about, uh, Adam is a huge Chelsea fan. And Well, you know what? We've got to play our jingle. We've got a wacky jingle. We'll start it off with that, and then let's roll. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? All right, so Adam, uh, the... Uh, Chelsea game this past weekend with Chelsea uh, versus Man City. Now, we all know that Man City is very good, but, but Chelsea. All right. Let me, let's put it, let me, let's do it this way. How would you rate your level of depression on a scale from, uh, you know, my grandmother died <laughs> to you know, like uh, I, I got the wrong order at McDonald's. Right, it's definitely a little, just maybe a little higher than my grandmother died. I think <laughs> at this point, it, it, it's been a very tough few days. Uh, like we mentioned before the show, I've been getting so many texts. Luckily, people, a lot of them were checking on me, which was good. Oh, so were that they? Was ni- that was nice. How are you doing? Are you doing okay? Um, you know, making sure I'm still alive. I'm not sitting there stabbing myself or whatever it may be. But, but then, but some know, taunting too. Am I oh, right? Well, after that, after they checked on me to make sure I was okay, then the taunting started. Mm. And that's when they started to kind of, you know, put the knife in the back. Sure, um, sure. You want to make sure that you're alive first because it would have felt yes. guilty if you taunted a dead guy. But now you, now that they know for sure that you're alive, now the taunting begins. Exactly. And, that, and that's what happened. And so there was, there was a few one. I think the, the, the best one I got was somebody who sent to me over the over a, a little text message was um, he was sorry and his wife were in bed. I don't know if you saw this. No. One. They're, li- they're lying in bed. And uh, and uh, she says to him, uh, sorry, he said, sorry, sorry, wake up, it's seven, it's seven. He said, and he's like, oh my God, they scored again? <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, that was a good one. I was like, I had to laugh at that one. She's trying to wake him up, it's seven. Oh, that's, so, that's funny. Yeah, it was, there was some, I mean, they, I've got a whole list of them. I mean, they were coming out in... Uh, in major, major pictures. So, you know, people, you know, people running out of the stands trying to stop people from uh, leaving and goodness. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was, it was a very tough day to say the least. Well, for those of you who don't know uh, what happened, uh, Chelsea lost to Man City 6 0. 6 0. It was their worst loss ever in the Premier League, right? Yeah, it was the worst, worst loss in a very long time. I mean, it, it could have been a lot worse, to be honest. Oh, it could have um, been. Yeah, I mean, it was 4 nothing after 25 minutes. Aguero and, missed uh, a tap-in. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, though, he even, sucks. Huh? <laughs> even Guardiola was, couldn't believe that one. I mean, that was probably one of the misses, misses of the century. But he forgot about it because he did score three. But yeah. It was just, 
just a really bad day for for Chelsea fans overall. I mean, I know a lot of the players were apologetic, and now now all the uh, the inquiries into what's going on, how everything's going. He still uh, hasn't got- been fired. I I really thought honestly that he might get fired that day. Yeah, yeah, it was tough. So, I mean, when you think about the last three games, I mean, they've conceded 10 goals, scored five. Now, two of those games, one was Bournemouth. They lost 4-0 away, and then they obviously lost 6-0. And then they now, and then they, in in between that, they beat Huddersfield 5 nothing. But there's obviously some major problems. Um, you know, I keep reading different things. There's a lot of confusion with the players. They're not sure from a tactical standpoint what's going on. Though there's all kinds of issues within the team. People are just wondering if he's lost lost the dressing room. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much speculation. Personally, I think he's going to stick around. I mean, for at least for a little bit, certainly through the season. And then they're going to have to reevaluate. And then it's going to be a decision. I mean, there's going to be a lot of changes. There's no question. Chelsea have to fix some things. And you kind of saw that at the tail end of last year. And I think we was in a little bit of a honeymoon period at the beginning of the season. Now right. it's kind of caught up kind of caught up with him again well you know just as as a neutral watching that game uh you know i mean it was it was kind of like watching a funeral i mean those players uh they didn't seem to be there at all and then you know it got to the point where you know man city started bringing in their subs (laughs) but their subs were david silva and (laughs) and uh jesus and and mares i mean it's not fair yeah, no, you're right. I mean, they're bringing on three international international world beaters I mean, in terms of coming on. That's the crazy thing. But, yeah, I think from a tactical standpoint, it's been a very frustrating because, you know, watching Chelsea play. And, and here's the interesting part, you know, aside from that is even though Man City, you know, scored six goals, still from what I'm seeing is there's so much more talk about how poorly Chelsea is. And, yeah. Everybody kind of goes into that diet. It's not, wow, how good Man City was. Because they were very, very good. No question. All, and and I, I think I, I take a little bit of solace in the fact that, you know, they're talking about Chelsea. If it was somebody else, maybe they're not talking about them. So that's probably, a, you know, in, in that light, it's a little bit of a positive. At least people care. <laughs> well, you've really people... twisted yourself into a pretzel to find this, the, the bright side. <laughs> I'm finding. I'm going down. I'm going down rabbit holes wherever I can. See, see this little drop here. This cup is half full. Look, look. There's a drop. Exactly. Exactly. So this. But I think you're actually. I think you're actually right about that. It does. It does. The reason why they're talking about Chelsea being bad is because Chelsea is one of the top teams. Yeah. (laughs) Or they should be. Yeah, and they've won a lot. I mean, you think of trophies. You know, and all those Tottenham fans who are giving me grief. Hey, look, we've won a lot of trophies. Chelsea's won a lot of trophies over the years, and this is, and they've still got a chance to win a trophy in a couple of weeks too. So that's there's a lot of a lot of positives that are still there within Chelsea over the last 10, 12 years. It's time for a bit of a reboot. They've got to figure things out. Right, uh, and they, they will have a rematch very soon. And they, exactly, they've got another one coming up. All right, so let's let's talk about. Uh, the championship race because it's getting kind of exciting we have man city and liverpool tied now at the top of the standings with points but uh, i think man city's up by 300 goals 
<laughs> I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're goal numbers, but still, you know, they are tied in points. It's it's not like it was last year where they just ran away with it. This is a real race, and Tottenham is still. I don't know how they are, but Tottenham is still within sniffing distance. Yeah, I give Tottenham a lot of credit. I mean, especially because they've had you know their players. You know, Deli Alley's out, uh, Harry Kane's been yeah, out, but there's some still fairly some fairly key players there. Yeah, fine. They're still finding ways to win, so give them a lot of credit. So really realistically it's a three-horse race in terms of the you know the championship trying to see who can win man city's are still they're a game ahead so they kind of caught that game up because of the uh, carabao cup final in a couple of weeks and then you got liverpool so if liverpool wins that game in hand there'll be three points ahead so it's still oh still i didn't realize of, that liverpool is yeah. still okay that's great as a Liverpool yeah, so fan, still, <laughs> I should have known Yeah, that. so they're, they're still in the driving seat, but okay. they've got the game in hand, but they've still got to win it. You know, there's right. no question. You know, they've got to win that game in hand, which obviously they're probably going to be favourites to do that. Um, and then fourth place is going to be fantastic. I mean, you Well, that's got, the race to me. That's the yeah. race to watch. Yeah, you've got Man United now scooting into fourth, and then you've got Arsenal and Chelsea just on the outside. You know, obviously, uh, Chelsea's... Um, goal difference took a bit of a battering there but it's pretty close looking at the tele- the, the goal difference well, it was up they were they did have a better goal difference so i mean they had they had a spot to lose there without yeah. falling too far i mean that could have been disastrous under other circumstances yeah exactly so man united's got 17 goals and difference and arsenal and chelsea are tied at 16 so it's as close as it could be you know man united's just one point ahead um, and they'll play each other here fairly soon. So February is going to be a big month. There's a lot of big games, a lot of top teams playing each other. It's going to be really good. Well, let's talk about that Man U team because they uh, they are on fire ever since the coaching change. You, you know, I, I always joke to you about how these coaching changes are just ridiculous. They, they do them <laughs> so often, you know, give the guy a chance. But <laughs> so far, every time they've made a coaching change, it makes a difference. Yeah, there, there's definitely this kind of effect after the game, after the when the manager comes in, this honeymoon effect. And for Manchester United, it's just continued. I think they've got 10 out of the 11 games they've won. They've only drawn one. And to be fair, they probably haven't even looked like they've lo- looked like they've even been able to lose any of those games. I know. They've, um, they've only had the one real big test in Tottenham, which they still won. True. Good result. Um, they've got a great test this week in the Champions League, so that we'll see exactly where they stand in terms of internationally how well they're doing. But yeah, I mean, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is he's doing everything he can to get the job, and that and to to give him a lot of credit, he's done a fantastic job in terms of doing everything he needed to do. You know what he did? I, I have a, a a tape of the speech that he did the first uh, the first week he got into the locker room. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. All right, here it is. Ready? Okay, boys, just go play. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, that's pretty much how it is. You know, you just put the people in the right spots and just let them do it. Because you're, you're Mourinho right. was such a uh, hard ass. He was so you know he had his thumb on them, and, and all he had to do was take the thumb off. Yeah, yeah. And you can see yeah. it in the way they're playing. They just they've always had the talent to be this good. Totally. I mean, Pogba, it's ridiculous. He's the, uh, yeah. probably athletically and from a talent standpoint, he's got all the tools. There's no reason why he shouldn't be one of the top three or four players. You know, I, I was listening to somebody earlier, I think it was maybe yesterday, but in terms of 
Pogba, he's got everything. It's just sometimes his decision-making is not always spot on. Right. But physically, I mean, he's going to win every header. If it, he comes in for a tackle, he's probably going to win that tackle. <laughs> right. And he does, you know, and he could score goals, which he's doing now. And, and his passing is amazing. You know, exactly. he'll flick a ball 30 yards right on the foot of another player. Just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing everything, and so now you're seeing where what he was worth a hundred million pounds. Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. He's bringing that to the table. He already uh, won think. a World Cup, remember? <laughs> yes, exactly. He did okay then too. So there was something there. Obviously, Jose didn't get the best out of him for whatever reason. Right. Probably a personality conflict. They're very similar, I would think, and and that's also brought up the level of the other players. You know, Lukaku's starting to play well. Yeah. Martial is playing a lot better, and and even the defenders are starting to you know raise the level of their play too. So yeah, Man United's in, in top form. Uh, good, it's going to be a, a good week for them in terms of tests when they come up. Obviously, coming up as well, they've got some big FA Cup games too. You know, it's funny you mentioned Lukaku because to me, he was the one player that looked the tightest of yeah. any of those Man U players under Mourinho. And, he, you know, he's this big, hulking guy. You know, you just don't expect them to be sensitive. <laughs> you know yeah. you know what I mean? But he yeah, clearly no. is. He clearly is sensitive. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He, he, I mean, he's he's just doing his job now. He's probably not scoring as many goals because I think all the goals are coming. Pogba's banging them in left, right, and center. But yeah. he's and always Martial. there. Yeah, he's that point. He's that guy that they can play off. And uh, he's doing a really nice job of kind of bringing other players into into the game as well. Okay, so uh, we have a couple things we want to talk about regarding the standings and everything. But uh, in order for us to do that, I, I need you to explain a foreign tradition. So let me get yeah, the audio sure. for that. Hang on. And now explain that foreign tradition, please. Okay, now the Premier League games, if you just look at the schedule and you see what teams are playing which – uh, you, you only get a partial picture of what can happen over the next few weeks because some of these teams are overloaded with other games that they have to play in the Champions League, in the uh, Europa League, in the uh, you know the FA Cup. Um, and what's, what's the other one? The, uh, the Carabao Cup. Carabao Cup. Cup, yep, the League mm-hmm. Cup. And, and some have to go to international play. And there's lots of stuff going on. Can you explain a little bit about uh, where these top six teams stand? You know, what other uh, responsibilities they have coming up in the last few weeks? Yeah, no question. I mean, there's so many, so much stuff going on. So right (laughs) now, (laughs) I mean, February is going to be a great month. I mean, I know we're only we're halfway through it, but looking at some of the games coming up, it's going to be fantastic. Um, But obviously, you've got the Premier League games, which are typically on the weekends. Then during the week, you've got the Champions League games, which some of those teams are still in. And, you know, primarily you've got Tottenham still in it, Liverpool in it, Manchester United and Man City. So really, really the top four are heavily involved in that. Right. So they're going to be playing games Tuesdays and Wednesdays during the week. That's this week and next week. Now, that's the they're in the knockout phase. So right. if they lose, it's two legs. If they have a home, to get home game and an away game, so it's a two-game series. If they lose, they're out. So they want to obviously keep going. And then, you know, you've got Arsenal and Chelsea. They're still involved in the Europa League. So they'll play their games on Thursdays. 
And uh, so they're going to be busy. So this week and next week. So then they'll have a little bit of time off. So they're all in this kind of the, the sweet 16 stage is where they're at with that. So now it's win, you move on, lose, you go home. All right. two legs. And then finishing up, you've got the FA Cup which is also in the, the sweet 16 stage so everything's kind of finalizing here but a few of the a few of the teams have uh, are not in that i think i think Correct. Li- liverpool is out right uh yes L- looking at the uh this the fixtures you've got um man city still in it manchester united still in it chelsea still in it but liverpool is out Tottenham is out, so that that may kind of alleviate some of their you know space in terms of times. But these games are typically played Friday through Monday. So if there's an off week for the Premier League, they're going to be playing those games, which would be and like then, this coming weekend, for instance, which is this yeah. weekend actually. Right. Yes, yeah, so there's a there's a hold off on the Premier League games, and then the final of the Carabao Cup, which is the League Cup, that's coming up on Sunday. The February 24th. So that'll be kind of finishing. And that involves Chelsea versus Man City. So everything <laughs> is just, boom. I mean, this month, you, you've got so many great games. You know, I know we always do the TV tip. I'm like, my goodness, I don't know which TV <laughs> tip to give because there's so, there's so many good games coming up. There really is. But So that's the good news for all of you out there. The bad news for these teams is, you know, these, these players are going to be running on empty. Now, uh, you know, as we mentioned about Man City, that's a very deep team. I mean, they they have, like for instance, Sané didn't even play in that game. Exactly. And, exactly. I mean, that, yeah. and they had you know world class, and they beat Chelsea six nothing. So I mean, a team like Man City is probably going to be able to do okay. Chelsea is not quite as deep. Right. Although they do have some depth, although the manager doesn't seem to be using those plays, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's but, true. <laughs> but you're you're right, and this is why these. T- that's why they they're the top six, because what ends up happening is within the top six. This is why they spend so much money because they need that depth. This is when the play is coming, and and looking at Tottenham, my concern for Tottenham is. You know they're missing their key players. Yes, yes. This is this is where their depth is going to be hurt. So, you know they play Borussia Dortmund uh, today. Are they going to have the players to be able to win? Probably not, just yeah. because they're missing Harry Kane. You put Harry Kane and Deli Ali in the lineup. I think it's even Steven. But yeah. you're playing Dor- Dortmund, who's top of the German league, and they're going to have a hard time. They're really going to have a hard time. So, um, the, this is why. The teams spend so much money in getting these extra players, and that's why you think, well, why is Sane there? He didn't even play, but he probably will play in these next few games. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to follow, and uh, I'm uh, some of you are just getting into soccer. I am just getting into some of these uh, these uh, cups. Like for instance, I don't think I've ever yeah. watched a Europa Cup game ever. I don't. I just. Okay. I just haven't. I just. Have, you know, I've only got so much time in my week, and, and so I try to pick and choose where I can watch them. But you know, the Champions League and and the Premier League, I'm all in. But I don't have. You know, I, I'd love to be able to watch them all, but I just don't have the time. So that no, I right. just want to explain it for some of you that may be in the same boat as me. Now let's talk about uh, quiz time, all right? Yeah, sure. We talk about the top six. This is the last of the top six that we have not quizzed yet. So let's see this week how you do on Arsenal, all right? All right. You should know Arsenal 
Arsenal is is uh, has been the biggest team or one of the biggest teams in England for years and years and years. Correct? Yes, definitely. All right, so here we go. Uh, the, the most famous Arsenal team of all time was that Invincibles team, right? Yeah. They were the unbeaten, the only team that ever went unbeaten for an entire season in the Premier League. Something has not re- not been repeated a single time since. And it was more than just the one season. How many games in a row did they finally win when it was all said and done? I mean, not, I mean, did they not lose? How many games yeah. in a row were they unbeaten? Was it 43, 45, 47, or 49? Hmm. I'm going to have to guess on this one. I'm going to go with 45. Oh, I'm sorry. The answer is 49. All right. I think I may, I may, I may get you this time because I've got some really hard ones coming up. <laughs> I figured. I okay. figured. Now, on that Arsenal team, Thierry Henry, of course, was the big star. He played on Arsenal for eight years. He scored 226 goals for him. I bet you know just about everything there is to know about Thierry Henry. Isn't that right? I, I hope. Well, I hope so. <laughs> okay. What is his middle name? Oh, Is great. it A, Francois, B, Richard, D, Danielle, or D, Adam? Okay. Well, it's not probably Adam. I'm going to go with my brother's name, Daniel. Very good. How did right. you guess that? I was just a guess. I just liked it, yeah. Okay. You're, you're uh, one and one. Now, you still have to get two more correct. All right. Arsene Wenger took over Arsenal. In their 100th anniversary year. Right, what year was that? 1994, 1996, 1998, or 2000? So if you know what year Arsenal started, this is an easy one. 96 was a good year, so I'm going to go with 96. (laughs) Very good. All right, two for three. All right, now we're going to go into the area that you always have the most trouble with, and that is the celebrity supporters. Oh, great. Yeah, now this time, this is very specific. These are all rock stars. Okay. Okay. Which of the following rock stars does not support Arsenal? Okay. A, Mick Jagger. B, Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones. C, Roger Roger, Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. Or D, Roger Daltrey from The Who. One of those is not a supporter. Three of them are Arsenal supporters. Wow. These are some of the biggest rock stars of all time. Yeah, no question. No question. You picked picked them. I'm going to go with, I've got a funny feeling that Mick Jagger is. I I don't think Roger Daltrey is. I'm going to go with Roger Daltrey. I'm so sorry, Roger Daltrey ah. is a fan. It's Ronnie Wood. He's a West Brom guy. Mm. Uh, Ronnie Wood is a West Brom guy. I'm so sorry. All right, now you have to get this one right in oh, order to pass. The pressure. All right, in what year did Arsenal win both the FA Cup and the league championship? Okay, they did it. They might have done it more than once, but they only did in the 70s. They only did it once. All right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Was it A, 1971, B, 1973, C, 1975, or D, 1977? All 
right. Well, I think I know this one. It was a good year. Tells my age. <laughs> I was born this year, 1971. Oh, you squeaked it out. You squeaked Woo! it out. <laughs> I didn't think you'd get to your Aunt Ree's middle name, but uh, you did You did <laughs> that, well on all those. That was a guess. That was a guess. <laughs> when I said, well, it's funny when you said Adam and Daniel, because that's that's my brother's name. So we we went by Adam and Daniel. You know how it is. I just went, sure. Oh, I'll, throw, I'll throw in the Daniel. <laughs> Okay, well, very good. All right, it's time for our American stuff. Let's uh, go to the jingle. In this country, we call it soccer, partner. Okay, it's time to talk about what's going on in American soccer, and who better to ask about that than the director of uh, of coaching for the Illinois Youth Soccer Association, Mr. Adam Howarth. What's going on? Yeah, well, we've got here in the office, it's going to be very busy. We've been getting ready. We just finished our last showcase up in Rockford. That was with our 07 uh, boys and girls teams. We had Iowa and uh, Missouri come down. So that was a great event. Uh, And then we did some training um, on Sunday in preparation for this weekend. So this weekend's going to be a big one. We've got 18 teams heading to Memphis, Tennessee yes. to be playing. Yeah, so we're playing in a ODP uh, interregional. There's 10 other states there uh, as far wide as Alabama and uh, Mississippi. Yeah, this so is a big excited. deal. I know I know at least uh, half a dozen kids that are going on this thing. Yeah, so we're excited. And uh, what's nice about it, the kids uh, will get their Illinois State Select kids. So these are the the top 18 players, I mean, as long as they were available, uh, you know, we obviously sometimes kids, you know, they've got other stuff going on. So it's just the way it is. So these players have been picked. They've been given the opportunity to represent uh, Illinois youth soccer with, the, with their brand new Illinois State Select gear. I'm sure you'll see a bunch of pictures of, of what's going on. And these like, games uh, It's like good- Detroit Lions colors, right? It's like uh, silver and blue. Yeah, it's like a silver, gray, blue, yeah. kind of cool colors. I like the blue, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, yeah, so we, we got those games. They're going to they're gonna play a game on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, because it's President's Day weekend, so most, uh, most of the kids have got the Monday off. So we've got that extra game in, and uh, they'll be playing against other states. Um, and then there's also going to be some pool games. So the best of the best of this group will also be playing against each other. Uh, we'll video those games. Uh, so I've been. It's my task to try and sort through all those kids out of all of these ten states. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So are you going uh, so to Memphis? I am going to Memphis. Yep, I'm going to be leaving here on Thursday. Get down there Friday. Uh, try and help get everything organized, set up. Um, a big shout out to Nathan Hunt for Kansas, who's basically done everything. He's the DOC for Kansas. He's done a lot of the the work setting up. I've just kind of jumped in and helped out a little bit. But we'll get everything going. All, all these games are at one complex, 18 fields, which is really quite cool. So it's all there. It's the micro soccer complex, cool. uh, a little bit, little bit further from downtown. And obviously, there's a there's a few things to eat and do, and different things to do in Memphis. So I think a lot of the parents are excited about. Have you been to there. Graceland? I have been. I have not been inside, so I might try and see if I. Oh, can you gotta go to the schedule. Yeah, you gotta go. I've been outside. I've took the pictures yeah. outside and did all that, but I've never done the... Well, the inside is the part that you're never going to forget. Really? <laughs> you are never going to forget it. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So I think I know a few of the coaches have said that they've already got their tours set up. So in between their games. So I think a lot of people will be doing You that. know, Elvis was a big Chelsea fan. 
I did not know that. No, That's great. No, I, did not. <laughs> I just made that up. Uh, <laughs> I bet he didn't even know there was such a thing as soccer. Exactly. Uh, yeah. exactly. All right. Well, that sounds very exciting. Anything else uh, happening? Yeah, and then we've got, uh, and then coming up right after that, we've got the banquet. So our annual banquet, March 1st. Uh, that'll be here before you know it. I mean, it's kind of scary that we're already in the middle of February. Yeah, no But kidding. March 1st, uh, I hope it doesn't feel like it. But March 1st, you know, spring will be almost upon us. We've got our banquet, so we'll be honoring all the teams that have done, you know, fantastically well, as well as individual players and uh, coaches as well. So that's always a fun night. And then we'll have a little um, a little coaching clinic on that Saturday, March the 2nd, with some of the Chicago Red Stars assistant coaches. So uh, that'll be coming out. You'll see that on the website in the next day or so. Sounds great. I think I'm going to come to the uh, banquet this year. I was Fantastic. Uh, I was not going to go. I thought it was going to be out of town, but I am going to be in town, so I think I'm going to go. And and for right. those of you banquet fans, there's another one coming up in uh, for the club that I uh, am part of uh, called uh, uh, Green White. Our, we do our annual Schlachtfest, which is our <laughs> German uh, soccer celebration, which is really just a a night of eating meat, lots of different kinds of meats, and that's going to be on February 23rd. So look me up I, if you want to come to that. I'm happy to do it. I have to be the MC of the thing, so I have to be there anyway. So, I'll happily hook you up with tickets for that. Great. What are, are you coming? Actually, I don't know. I'm not okay. sure. I'm gonna have to see. I've got too many games to watch. Look at yeah. all these games coming up. That's true. <laughs> the uh, what's the what does Schlockfest actually mean? It means again? slaughter fest. So slaughter you know, fest. like you're slaughtering. Well, slaughter celebration of slaughtering animals. <laughs> <which is kind laughs> of, what an awesome night. What an awesome night. So it feels a little bit like my Sunday morning at Chelsea. Yeah. So, yeah. Vegetarians need not apply for yeah. this particular thing. All right. It's time for my favorite part of the show. Uh, it's time for the TV tip. Let's do the audio. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. All right. So like you mentioned, lots of games to choose from. Uh, what are the ones that are, have made it onto your radar? Yeah, we've got a lot of games. Um Probably the big one for me is coming up, and it's going to be on Monday, uh, Monday afternoon. It's the FA Cup, so we're actually off this week for the Premier League. There's a bunch of Champions League games this week as well, as well as next week. Uh, Actually, Manchester United are playing PSG today on Tuesday. But uh, Chelsea versus Man United on Monday, 18th of February, should be a fantastic game. Um, we hopefully that uh, Chelsea will recover from their schlockfest, their slaughtering, <laughs> and uh, hopefully they can recover and uh, not not deal with any type of a slaughtering against Man United. And uh, is that is, is be, that an FA Cup game or is that, uh, that that's the FA Cup game? Yes. Yeah, so it's a big one, and this is the Sweet Sixteen, and that's the beauty of the FA Cup because anybody can get drawn against. There's no yeah. seeding. Right. So you could. Uh, this is a, a sweet sixteen game. It's like the two number one seeds playing against each other. Right, I love so, it. So it's going to be good. So that'll be that one. And then the next weekend, you've got Liverpool versus Man United. So there's loads of great games coming up. So yes. um, uh, it should be a lot of fun. But yeah, this Saturday, uh, this Monday, uh, Chelsea versus Man United. Okay, so there you go. Uh, if you'd like to know more about Adam and Rick, you can follow us on Twitter, FK with Adam and Rick, and Facebook, Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And by the way, you can also subscribe to the show. We, sh- we don't mention this enough, but it, it, this is a very easy thing to do. You, uh, you just go anywhere on any of our locations that you can find us. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're 
on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, wherever podcasts are heard. You find us, you click on subscribe, and this show will just show up in your phone or show up on your computer. It's it's it, it's so simple. It's like a like a, a doorbell ringing, and you're like, "What's that? Oh, look, Adam and Rick are here. There there they are on the phone." <laughs> so you can just listen to us. You can check out our day jobs. I'm the publisher of Eckhart's Press, EckhartsPress.com, and the co-host of the Minutia Men podcast with David Stern, and uh, coming soon, the uh, MC of the Schlachtfest. There you go. Uh, Adam's the technical director, the director of coaching for the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. The executive producer of the podcast is Tony Lasano of Opie Productions. We're distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we'll be back again in two weeks. We're taking off next week, but we will be back again in two weeks with another episode of Free Kicks. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? If you missed Lausano or Lausano and friends... Here's what you missed. John, guess who's joining us on the phone? Take a guess. I have the slightest idea, Tony. <laughs> it's your daughter, Amy Landecker. What do you know? The star of Amazon's Transparent. Hi, honey. Hi, Dad. I know you get this question a lot. Amy, is records truly your paternal grandmother's family name? It's so wild. I mean, I think the weirdest part is not only that his middle name is yeah. records, but that he also used to pretend to be a disc jockey in his closet when he was a little kid. So the whole thing just feels He's really <laughs> yeah. predestined John, in like a major way. John, you told me you had tapes. You used to record yourself. Uh, Mo, you know, if you ask a lot of people yeah. that are on the air now when they were little, that happens a lot. Yeah, I, know, I did. You yeah, know, I yeah. pretended to have a radio I'm station still doing it. Uh, <laughs> in, in my room and uh, took out library books uh, this is your announcer right. and tape recorded uh, songs off local radio station and pretended this and that I also had a thing where I thought I might be a sportscaster and because uh, I lived in Ann Arbor Michigan and listened to the University of Michigan uh, football all the time on the radio and there was a guy named Bob Ufer and this guy is insane but I thought it was fantastic so <clears throat> I got a sound effects records of a crowd cheering and right, stuff and right. I put it on a turntable and I'd here's it from the final minute of the game and here comes a <laughs> radio misfits Get more Lozano and Friends. Lozano. Now on Lozano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lozano or whatever it's called.